everybody. Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we're going to jump right into it, talk about some action from around the league, some milestones, I guess. We say milestones, personal milestones for certain pitchers, and uh, some results, news around the league. Let's jump into it. So we're going to start with the Giants and Rockies game in Denver. This was a milestone for right-handed pitcher Logan Webb. He tossed a gem for the Giants in this game, and it was... Unfortunately, wasted. So he went eight innings with one earned run, six strikeouts. He reached the 200-inning milestone in this game. Just a fantastic game all around for him. But then the Giants got walked off by the Rockies 3-2 to on Friday night. Just a walk-off heartbreaker. So obviously a sudden and stunning loss. But it cost San Francisco ground in the NL wildcard race. With the D-backs, Marlins, and Reds each winning on Friday night, those teams all leapfrogged the Giants in the standings, and the Giants fell out of the third wildcard spot. So a big swing in that game right there. Big swing. So this was one of the strangest games the Giants have ever played at Coors Field. And obviously there have been a lot of strange games at Coors Field because that's the way that stadium plays with the high altitude. But they did not have a hit through seven innings against Colorado starter Chase Anderson, yet they led 1-0. And then they remained hitless against relievers before J.D. Davis broke up the no-hitter with a double to lead off the ninth inning of a 1-1 game. Then J.D. Davis eventually scored on a base loader walk to Wilmer Flores, and the Giants had a 2-1 lead. But then in the bottom of the ninth, Giants closer Camilo Duvall was unable to Close things out. Charlie Blackman led off with a double to left center. One out later, he walked Nolan Jones. And then, basically, nonetheless, what ended up happening was the ball kicked away from the catcher, the backstop, which enabled Nolan Jones to score the winning run. So that's how you you lose the game. On a passed ball, that's how you lose. But, hey, it's baseball. But with this performance, Webb did reach... The 200-inning milestone for the first time in his career. That's a lot of innings. I mean, if you throw 200 innings in this this day and age, you are a horse. So his 201 innings this season leads the major leagues. And if he continues to pitch the way he has his past four starts, he could become a dark horse for the NL Cy Young. He has a 2.03 ERA his past four starts. I don't think he's going to win it, though. I do think that's going to go to Blake Snell, but he'll get some down-ballot votes if he pitches well his next couple starts. So, but at the end of the day, at this point in the season, the goal for the Giants is to win the game because they're trying to make the playoffs. I mean, they have 15 games remaining and they're a game behind the D-backs and the Reds. Half a game behind the Marlins. So I would say half a game out of a wild card spot. So it's obviously definitely in striking distance, but every game matters at this point. Staying on the West Coast-ish, right? So, News coming out of Anaheim is Shohei Otani's locker was cleaned out on Friday. And he had a large bag packed in front of it after Friday's 11-2 loss against the Tigers. But the Angels said they won't have anything to announce until Saturday. Otani was not in the lineup against Detroit on Friday. He worked out before the game in an effort to play, but he was held out of his 11th straight game because of a right oblique injury. And this could mean he's packing his bags and deciding to shut it down for the season. That That's what it could mean. Because he also suffered a torn UCL in his right elbow 
on August 23rd, which is expected to require surgery as far as, you know, throwing, pitching. But the oblique injury is what stopped him from being a DH these past couple of weeks. And now we're seeing that his bags are literally packed. Yeah, I think that's the end of the Shohei Otani chapter in Anaheim. That's probably the truth. So, yeah, I mean, he's not going to pitch again this season. He's not probably going to play again this season. He's entering the final weeks of what has been one of the best seasons in MLB history on the offensive side of things. He's hit 44 homers, stolen 20 bases. He leads the majors with a 1,066 OPS. I mean, prior to his elbow injury, he had a 3.14 ERA and 167 strikeouts on the mound. And he leads the majors in wins above replacement with 10. I mean, more than two better than the next closest player, which is Mr. Mookie Betts. So you're talking about the MVP frontrunner, but he's also a free agent this winter. He's entering the final weeks before he hits the market for the first time in his career. It's going to be a very interesting free agent season for Shoya Otani because before the elbow surgery, we were talking about him getting half a billion dollars. Now with that elbow surgery, he's definitely going to have to get. How many hundreds of millions did that cost him? We'll see. We'll see. Um, I mean, it's also speculation because we don't know if he really would have ever gotten half a billion dollars. But let's see what kind of contract he ends up signing. It's going to be a big... It's not really the money that that's going to make news. It's going to be which team gets him. Because he has his choice now. And it has been said that Otani wants to win. Obviously, he hasn't been doing much of that in Anaheim. So which team gets Otani? Where is he, what jersey is he going to be wearing for the next uh, decade or so? That's going to be decided this winter. So we'll see how that goes. Let's jump to Baltimore, where there's a big series, a big series to talk about. The Rays and Orioles, AL East matchup. So the Rays won this game, 7-1, in front of a huge crowd at Camden Yards in Baltimore Friday night. A sold-out crowd on hand. And it was a postseason kind of feel, Friday night baseball, Apple TV, all that. But uh, it was a Rays win, 7-1. to And this was the second straight victory for Tampa Bay to begin this crucial four-game battle for the division lead, Thursday through Sunday series. And the Rays reclaimed a share of first place in the AL East for the first time since July 21st. So now we have a tie for first place in the AL East. The O's have been in first for for almost two months, but uh, Tampa Bay has, has snuck their way back into that discussion. So Zach Eflin pitched through eight strikeouts, and then you had you had Brandon Lau with a home run. And then Ramirez also with a home run. I mean, then all of a sudden you, you're seeing that okay, this race team didn't just didn't just uh, disappear into the into the middle of the standings. They also want to win the AL East. So it's a tie right now. But two big games this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, between the O's and the Rays. Let's see. How this ends up. Let's head to Chicago where Royce Lewis made MLB history. Mr. Grand Slam. The big moments always seem to find this guy. He's a rookie. He's only played 66 career games. I mean, this season he's only played, what, 53 games? And all of a sudden he's got 16 home runs. And four of them this year are Grand Slams. I mean, he's hit four Four Grand Slams in eight in an 18-game span. I mean, that's the shortest span in which a player has hit four Grand Slams in MLB history. Thanks to the former number one overall pick. If you didn't know that, 
Royce Lewis was a number one overall pick in, I believe, 2017. But he's healthy now. He's had a lot of injuries, but you know, two ACL tears, back-to-back years. But he's healthy right now, and you see that bat is legit. He's got power in that bat. And, yeah, 16 home runs in just, you know, a limited amount of time. Maybe 50, 53 games or something like that. And on a rate basis, this dude is just swinging a really hot bat. Yeah, 54 games now. 54 games, he's got, uh, you know, he's in 302 with... 9-10 OPS, 14 home runs on the season. So, yeah, Twins get a win, and they reduce their magic number down to 7. So the Twins have playoff ambitions this season. Uh, it was a 10-2 victory over the White Sox on Friday night. So I would say those are the main updates. Uh, the Otani story is one to definitely watch for. Uh, those are the main updates from Friday around the league. Let's head into the weekend and see what what more baseball has in store for us. But if you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.